Welcome back to Out of the Bubble. My name's Rachel Peru and I'm a grey-haired curve model and I'm going to be your host for the Outer Bubble podcast. I started a new career four years ago, age 46, and found on social media so many amazing, inspiring women who were really embracing life and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down those stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought the podcast would be a great way to share some of these stories with you. So season three, I'm really excited to be back. I've been chatting with a diverse set of women of all ages, whose stories I know will help women become more confident in body and mind. So welcome back to what is now the third series of Out of the Bubble. And I'm really excited to be back. I've got lots of fantastic women and different groups um, on this podcast this time. So there'll be lots of different inspiring people coming on. And I'm starting off my first episode with Yvonne Copley. And Yvonne is the founder of Kira, which is a women's charity. So welcome, Yvonne. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for meeting me today and taking some time out of your busy, busy schedule. Um, I would like to say before before we start that I actually found out about Kira because we're organising a silver and sassy hair event, a uh, fashion event, and we are holding it at Middlethorpe Hall as part of your fashion week, and our chosen charity is Kira. So it makes it doubly special to be able to talk to Yvonne and find out more about the charity, as well as hopefully by the time we've done the event, raising some funds for That'll you. amazing. We're absolutely delighted that I'm you're... I'm really in. excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Beautiful. Let's start with you. Um, there's obviously a lot to talk about with Kira, but I'd like to find out about the woman behind the, the idea. Okay. So what was your background before you did this? Um, well, in my first life I was a teacher and then into psychology. And I worked in the prison service for 24 years as, oh, right. um, so as a trainer psychologist and was spending far, far too much time away from home. And so decided that I will set up my own little business of writing, uh, rehabilitation, change programs. And um, I then started to think, actually, the, 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 the ones who I, we weren't touching particularly well within the prison service were women. Mm. And so I started looking at uh, writing CBT programs for women. And that was fine for probably about three or four years. Mm. Um, but at the back of all of this, having been a Samaritan for quite a few years, working in the prison service, I always felt there was something missing. Mm. Uh, and also that relates to my own personal life and in, in, in some of the circumstances I found uh, myself in. And it was about... The fact that within York uh, and possibly most cities, we're very, very good at crisis, mm. very good. But I do believe that once we're out of crisis, we have to start to rebuild our lives. And there didn't seem anywhere to start to rebuild that life, because mm. often your friends, your family uh, actually talked out, and actually I just wanted to be me. Yeah, I didn't want to be a daughter or a sister or a a wife or a mum or whatever else. You just wanted to be Yvonne. I just wanted to be Yvonne. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so this is where the idea started and it kind of bubbled around for about a couple of years Mm. until my husband got so fed up of hearing about it and he said, for goodness sake, do something about it. So I gave up my job and spent a year researching and it kind of reinforces, uh, reinforced what I felt and there wasn't. 
And uh, having spoken to lots of the voluntary sector, they were saying there was such a great need for it. Mm. So it was only going to be small. It was going to be uh, maybe two half days a week where people can pop in, have a cup of tea, cup of coffee and a chat Mm. and just relax. Mm. And here we are six and a half years later and we have uh, we open five days a week three evenings and alternate weekends and we have touched over 1300 women's lives that's amazing which is quite yeah yeah well it's almost not real do you know what i mean this was going to be something for maybe 20 30 women Mm. it'd be nice yeah nice and comfortable yeah and our numbers grow week on week um, it's got to an extent now that we have to, women have to pre-book an appointment to actually become, uh, to come and enrol right. because we couldn't actually manage it. So we're bringing in about 24 to 30 women a month. Gosh. And waiting, our waiting list for enrolments is two months in advance. Oh, now. wow. So it's... That shows you the need. It does so, indeed. It? That's it does really. Indeed, yeah. It's quite frightening really, isn't it? But it is, it is. And I think the thing is people find care a little bit um, bemusing maybe because we're not specialists in uh, domestic abuse or drugs or alcohol. This is very much the second tier of recovery. Mm. Um, this is about actually rebuilding your lives. And often our women come to us with very, very low self-esteem. Um, maybe had to move area, so there were, you know, no friends, family uh, around. And actually, going back to being who they really are, yeah. And nobody's going to judge them. And um, we, it's, I just feel incredibly privileged that these women share their lives with us. You know, mm. our youngest is seventeen, our oldest is ninety-four. Wow, which is incredible. That's incredible. They're lovely. Yeah. And they, they all support one another, mm. um, because they all know, not necessarily in detail, but they know that this each other are actually facing some demons and um, they support each other as well Mm. so yeah wow well done you I mean it's just it's amazing (laughs) and can I ask and this is cheeky how old were you when you decided this is what you were going to do I I assume almost retirement (laughs) age (laughs) from the prison service I was 58 right yeah yeah. and um, yes I mean, yeah, retirement was going to be 60. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the pension, yeah. by the way. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, I can say that I suppose I have totally dedicated my life to Kira for the last mm. seven, seven years. Yeah. Um, and I don't get one minute of it. Mm. Frustrations? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. But no, and it's re-energised me. It's really motivated and excited me. Mm. You know, it's, it's been a wonderful experience. Mm. So really, it's, it's given you a second lease of life again. Well, it's been a different has. stage in life, yeah. hasn't it? As yeah. well as yeah. yes. If anybody told me I would do this, I would have said no. Mm. And actually, okay, I might have done it. Like I said, for two afternoons or two mornings or whatever mm. a week, not to the extent. I mean, our, we've just done our statistics for our average footfall uh, for a week. Um, so that takes into consideration all holidays and things when we're much quieter yeah. and we have about 132 women come to us each week gosh that's a lot of women mm. isn't it it is a lot of women yeah. and volunteers oh that isn't including the volunteers yeah. but we have 43 volunteers right which uh, are the backbone of Kira yeah you know we, we've no regularly paid staff here we do run on a voluntary basis mm. So not only do they have to make the teas and coffees and wash up the parts, but they have to be great listeners and be yeah. there and support. Yeah. 
And it sounds as though it's quite a, a sad place, but in actual fact, it's a really It's happy, a lovely atmosphere, because yeah. this is the second time I've been here, and it is, there's, there's always things going on, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, Different yeah. things. Yeah, and there's a happiness about yes, it. Yes, there is. Yeah. yeah. And people, the women say they feel very safe here, uh, and they, they refer to Kira as their family. You know, so mm. a very extended family, I kind of guess, yes. but uh, they consider it the family, and and yeah, the fact that they feel safe is very important yeah. to some of them. So. There's something really special I found about women supporting other women. It's very empowering. It really is, yeah. isn't it? It's very yeah. powerful. Yeah, yeah. very. Powerful. No, this is this is a, just a perfect yeah. example of yeah, that. Yeah, it is. It is, and I think um, you know we're, we're quite unique in the way of um, just being women and. Um, and we're not anti-men it's yeah, not that we're anti-men no. but I think you know and I think possibly well I feel quite strongly that there should be something very similar for men yes which really, I'm guessing there probably isn't there isn't really. no. not to this extent no. and I think there's an element of um, men do find it more difficult and we know mm. what the suicide rates yes. are and it, yeah. it's not good and as somebody once said to me well, why haven't you set one up for a man well hello um Maybe I'm not of the right gender, you know, yeah. because, uh, yeah. you know, I think I think relationships without the uh, opposite gender is is it, it kind of gives you permission to be who you are mm. yeah. without having to be something that somebody expects you to be. Yeah. Um, but I do feel, yeah, there should be something for, for men. Mm. I know, I completely agree. Yeah. In amongst all of this, when you think of the careers that you've had, so so obviously the prison service would have been really tough, and I could imagine yeah. you have dealt with all it sorts of different moments. things. <laughs> yeah, same with the Samaritans. Yeah. Yeah. How do you emotionally switch off from all that, and then now doing this? Does it um, feel like a burden sometimes? Has it? Sometimes it's heavy, mm. and I think I think it's about being really self-aware. I think it's really important that we take time out and think actually. You know, what are your buttons? What, Where are your vulnerable spots? Mm. I know if I'm very tired, I absor- absorb more than I should do. Yeah. Um, I know if I'm hungry, I'm grumpy. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's about knowing that. And it's also having a wonderful team around you mm. who actually, we watch out for each other yeah. all the time. And I very, you know, I always say to our volunteers, you're the most important people to me mm. because if you're not in good places, um, we can't help the women. Yeah. Um, and we, we, yeah, and we, it is about a very much a support mechanism and it's support right from the bottom way mm. all the way to the top. Mm. Um, so it is about, I'm not very good at taking time out. Mm. I do hasten to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very good at telling people. Did you take you some time off for Christmas? Did you, did well, you have some yes, time Well, yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It took a few days off, but we then came and had a good spring clean because the other thing that winds me up too terribly is mess. Right. And I can't do with chaos. So we came and had a really good clean out of all sorts of stuff because we're we're always reluctant to throw anything away because yeah. things don't come money doesn't come to us easily yeah. so we'll you know um we we recycle and recycle but it gets to a stage actually when it is time to say goodbye to yeah. something so we had a very cleansing process just after it's quite Christmas. therapeutic isn't oh it, it's wonderful yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I loved it every minute of it <laughs> it was interesting before we started the interview you were saying that obviously you've, you've come back now in January and it's a really busy time yeah and I hadn't really thought about it but but you were saying that Christmas is is really quite a yeah. a rise in domestic abuse. Yeah, and yeah I think relationship so. problems yeah. and yeah. 
Yeah, and I, and I think, don't we have Divorce Day or something in January yeah, or something awful, yeah. whatever they call it. I think, I suppose, alcohol's involved. Actually, having to spend time with people, mm. very intense time. Media makes it out that we must have the most wonderful time in the world and, you know, have the one, most wonderful presence and everything will be glorious. And when it doesn't fulfil that, yeah. I think a lot of people feel very, very disappointed and possibly feel that they've failed. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of pressure, isn't there? There is a lot of pressure. There is a lot mm. of pressure. And I think if I could ever do anything in the future, it would be about giving people permission to say, no, you don't mm. need to do this. Because when the women come back and you sort of think... How was it? It's fine. It's gone. They're gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's finished. Yeah. And I survived. But only, you know, that was yeah. it. Well, why do we do it? Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? And I do it. And I yes. every year I say, I'm not going yeah. to get on this bandwagon, yeah. but we yeah. all get back on it. Yeah. And I think time really is time that we actually stood our corner and mm. said, actually, we're not doing this anymore. Mm. And I don't know who we're going to disappoint because I think we all know the people around us and... Um, you know, yes. Just, yeah. You know, who are we disappointing? Yeah. Perhaps, perhaps shopkeepers, perhaps by being disappointed well, in yeah. us on yeah. the supermarkets. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. So it's always very, very difficult. We always open between Christmas and New Year. Mm. Uh, well, that's really ju- good. Just, just to check, so people can check in if yeah. they want to check in. And interestingly enough, we're never particularly busy. And the most vulnerable will come to us during that period, but generally not. Mm. But the week after Christmas, oh boy, does it start saying, yeah. So by the end of the month, beginning of February, things will hopefully settle Settle down again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we do have a big peak at this time. What do you think, because obviously the the numbers that you've just said about the women that you get through the door each month is, is... it's huge, really. Each week. Each week. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot of women, isn't it? It is a lot of women. So where are we going wrong in society that that we're not... that we're getting to this point where women have to come out and find services like this? I think, I think what is interesting, when we first started, our average age was 55, 65. Mm. Our average age is now around about 30, 35. Right. So they're getting younger. Yeah. I think there's so much expectation. I don't think social media helps. No. Um, but I think there is so much pressure to be something that that society says you should be. Mm. And I don't think perhaps we're empowering our youth, our children, to the extent we should do. That isn't about being bullshit or, or egocentric. It's just about saying, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. And actually, no, I don't have to perform. Yeah. But a lot of people, I mean, we've reached this last few months... We've set up a young persons group, hmm. 17 to 25 year right. olds. And to see that vulnerability there, the hmm. bullying that goes on, the cyberbullying, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and of course it knocks confidence. Hmm. So they're not meeting expectation. So they think they're failures. Yeah. So actually to think you're a failure at 17 That's really sad, actually, isn't it? is really sad. Yeah. Really sad. Yeah. And so really it goes back into almost schools need to be re-looking at how they yeah. Yeah. talk I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I'm sure lots of things contribute. Yeah. Um, and I know, gosh, I remember my mum saying, in my day when, and I don't want to go back saying, in my day when. But I do believe we're more materialistic than we've ever been. Yes. Um, yeah. So that need for mum and dad to work full time yeah. is there. That pressure's there. Yeah. Um, so there's so maybe not as st- much stability in the home as there used to be. I don't know how much time is actually spent mm. 
on just sitting in having conversations. Mm. I'd love to know how many people sit around a table as a family yeah. to have a meal once a day. Yeah. Because that's a good place to have a conversation, yeah, it is. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's something I've always done with my kids, yeah, and yeah. now they've two of them have moved out, and I do really miss yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It because is. it is that time to just catch up with them and say, "Okay, how's your day been? Yeah. What have you got? You know, do you need yeah. to get anything off your chest? Do you, yeah, just to check yeah. in with them, really. Yeah. It is a good time, and sometimes yeah. we're so busy with life we forget to check in with anybody, mm. don't we? And you know, the, I, I, and I think I, I think the one thing that Kira can offer and does offer, and I think is probably the most powerful, is somebody to listen, and it's just been there walking alongside somebody and saying you're okay mm -hmm. and okay we might trip we might stumble but you know mm. we're not looking down on you yeah there's no judgment you know yeah. we're, we're, we're picking you up yeah. and um, I think I don't understand why we have 1300 women enrolled with us mm. yeah it's quite frightening yeah. isn't it well what's even more frightening though Von is if you weren't here well, which, indeed, which yeah. obviously in other cities across the country there yeah. won't be this facility yeah. so then yeah. what happens to those women yeah. that's 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 even more frightening isn't it well i think i you know i suppose my prison life was very much about prevention of relapse yeah uh re and sort of i think giving a woman okay you can come for counseling and you can have six sessions and we had one woman who came to us and she said to me that she'd actually been offered counseling and she was offered six sessions and she said i walked away I thought, I don't even know this woman. Mm. And she wants me to bear my soul to her mm. in, in six, six sessions. sessions. Yeah. And she said I was she said she was terrified that they were going to open up something and and it wasn't going to be resolved. Yeah. We're fortunate in the way of we don't have any money, so we don't have any targets. Yes. We're we're not tick box. Yeah. Um so we can keep a woman in counselling for a year, two years, mm -hmm. however long she needs to be there. Yeah. The purpose, the what we want to do is get a woman where she will continue upwards, not actually go back. Yeah. And because of our arrangement and everything else, mm -hmm. we're in a position to do that. Mm -hmm. Do any of the people that of the women that have come through here then go on to become volunteers? They do indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got four. And we have another two due to join us in September. That's brilliant. Very good, yeah. really. And yeah. they're wonderful because some of them will go out and do fundraisers for us yeah. and, you know, it's sort of just that contact. Um, I mean, some of our women, we'll, we had one a couple of weeks ago, we hadn't seen her for about two years, mm. and she just popped in to say, I feel really bad I've not been to visit, and, but I just want you to know life's really good. Just getting on with life, good. Life's yeah. and that's right. That's, that's, that's what you do it for, isn't it? That's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. We don't get any other reward yeah. apart from just seeing them fly, and yeah. when once they fly, it's wonderful, yeah. wonderful, yeah. So there's no government funding for this kind of thing? This is all... Doesn't appear to be, no. Rachel. <laughs> no, I mean, that's... that's. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can see it because there's cuts everywhere, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, there is. Um, but how, how much pressure does that put on you then each year to, to fund it? Well, it's a... It is a big pressure all the time. Mm. Uh, it's a constant pressure mm. because what happens is we lots of people won't give us core funding. Core funding being rent and the, just the everyday running costs, mm. which we know are about thirty-two thousand. Right. 
which if you say it quickly, it doesn't sound a lot, but to a small charity... It is to find. Yes. <laughs> we have to find 32,000. Yeah. So people, uh, we find people are really good to um, sponsor or uh, fund projects. So we have some, pe- uh, some people who are paid to run uh, different programmes. So at the moment, for example, we run a menopause group. Mm. We run um, a young person's group. We've got an outreach worker. So funders are happy to fund those, but everything we do, we have to just build in a little bit of room rent. Yeah. So we're building £100 here and £100 there, and and then we have the generosity of, well, uh, uh, the funders. Then we have uh, perhaps different organisations who have maybe had some involvement who who support us. Mm. Um, and then we have people who are just generous enough to donate mm. and make a donation. Mm. And I always find that's quite a mystery because we, we do go out and speak to organisations and share our work. But I find it always amazing how so often we touch somebody. Yeah. And the other day we got a cheque for £2,000. Oh, wow, that's and amazing. this was just to say, thank you. And yeah. don't know why we're being thanked. Yeah. We just got a beautiful two thousand pound check. That's fantastic. Yeah, which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, God. celebrations. Yeah. Two oh, cups of tea. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it isn't easy. No. It isn't easy at all. Uh, but we, we we keep surviving. I don't mm. know how it happens, but we do. Um, and I, you know, it's meant to be. I think. Mm. And um, you know, sort of different organ. I, I, in the room, we had this refurbished to uh, funding from as and things like that yeah. so we're constantly looking for uh, funding um, revenues really when you first set it up um, and you obviously went out and did your research and talked to everybody, yeah. the, the other services that were provided in the area how supportive were they of you setting this um, up yeah I think I think it was uh, to a certain extent because I've never worked in the charity sector before so mm. I really didn't know a great deal about it um, but I, it was a kind of yes that's nice you know, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be good. Yeah. Now, uh, a great deal of support mm. because actually we're a great referral from them for yeah. when they completed their work. That was good. That was my next question. I was going to yeah. say, do you, do you now find that they're yeah. working with they, you? They, they refer yeah. to us a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which then it makes the the money situation even more frustrating because they're really quite often government services that are then forwarding their clients yeah. onto you yeah. Yeah. without the funding. Well, forty eight percent of our referrals are through the NHS. Yeah. So that's GPs, uh, mental health, mm. wherever, mm. Um, and we don't get any funding yeah. through the NHS. Um, and I think then about thirty percent are from other organisations within the city. Mm. Say we're talking IDAS, Mind, yeah. Changing Lives, all of those kind yeah. of people who who refer on. Mm. And the thing is, we haven't to allow that frustration, maybe, of yeah. other organisations because we have to always remember it's the woman we're talking yes. about here. Yeah. Um, and as long as we keep that in focus, we're okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you could actually I, be. Yeah. You could be involved with yeah, all I this frustration imagine. of yeah, yeah. They get all this money and yeah. whatever else. But um, sometimes you know, because I think sometimes if you do end up with government funding, they become very target led, mm. and that's not what you're about. Is it? And we do. We like the funding. Yeah. And that's not to be greedy, it's just to take some pressure yeah, off of us. Course. Uh, but we don't really want to be target led no. because actually I believe that a woman goes on a journey at a different pace. Yeah. 
and to say actually we've got to have ten women completed this this and this by yeah. the end of it's unrealistic it, isn't it yeah and I think it's just a, a a recipe for a woman to go back yeah you know so yeah. so the good things about it yes what's the what's the the kind of biggest issue that women come here with is it domestic abuse? Uh, mental health mental health depression anxiety stress. Yeah low self-esteem, mm. that could have come from domestic uh, mm. abuse, that could have come from drugs, alcohol, learning, mm. isolation, bullying, mm. you name it, mm. it, it happens. But those are the kind of core stuff. Yeah. They're broken. Yeah. Uh, somebody once said to me, you work with broken women, mm. and I thought, actually, I think you're right. Mm. I think we do. Mm. Heather, who's working with you? Yes. Right? So we met Heather yesterday, at the, uh, we did a... a fashion shoot in the centre of York it was absolutely freezing had to wear t-shirts and she was amazing she was she was a breath of fresh air yeah. but she did say um and she was really touching but she said you know Kira saved her life really mm. yeah she she really did she could not you know yeah. speak highly of this place and I could see how she said she's got a second life again you know and she's she's yeah you know, she's she's older now and she's just loving life, yeah. isn't she? She is. She, yeah. she loves life, doesn't yeah. she? But uh, one of the, the, the uh, poetry group uh, and the art group put together a, a book called Reflections. Mm. And one of the pieces of poetry in the in the book is about uh, I, I was broken. Mm. And actually it's very poignant, you know, it's about mm. how that woman came in and she was broken yeah. and she explains and how Kira put her back together. Yeah. And it's a very, very simple content, uh, yeah. but I think, yeah, yeah, that actually kind of sums us up really, yeah. you know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, a real success story. Yeah. yeah, Heather's delight. Yes. Absolutely, I've got lots of... Well, I think what's important to recognise about this space is, because obviously you're talking about really serious issues that some of these women yeah. have come in yeah. with, but you do so many positive, great, different activities and groups. Yeah. So let, what kind of things do the women do? So you've got the garden, haven't you, now? We've got... We've got the garden. We, we, we have kind of our core uh, activities which are the more serious stuff. So things like we have the counselling, we have the Freedom Programme, which is domestic abuse. We have the Moda Programme, which is about domestic abuse, a shorter programme. We have a loss group, so that's helping women to deal with any kind of loss. Mm. You know, automatically you think of a friend, a partner's death. Mm. But actually it could be a loss of a friendship, it could be a loss Mm. of a relationship, a home or whatever else. We do basic things like the self-esteem group. We never advertise our self-esteem groups because they're always booked up at least nine months in advance and this kind of thing. But we also believe very strongly that our women aren't very good at nurturing themselves. Mm. They've never had time out and sort of thought, I'm worthy of doing that. So we have lovely things like mindfulness, uh, sound meditation, Reiki, reflexology. Mm-hmm. We do hypnotherapy, and we do. We have a singing. We have Kira voices. We don't call it a cry. You might if you hear. It. <laughs> um, we do a drama. We do drama groups. Uh, we have iMuse. I don't know if you know, but uh, this is. Uh, I must have a go one day. And they go into a quiet room, which I'd like to do most days. And uh, they, 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 there's a special bed, which actually is like a massage bed, and then they have music. Oh, lovely. Uh, which is lovely, yeah. you know. So yeah. and we have cookery uh, sessions uh, mm. going on. And then uh, once a month, we have a poetry lunch where women come and share uh, either poetry they've written or pieces of poetry that they like and enjoy. And then we have a, another week, we have a, a shared lunch mm. where everybody just brings in a little bit of food 
uh, because weekends can be a bit challenging yeah. and a bit difficult. And so, yeah, constant. Yeah. It's, constant. it's all building confidence yeah. and self-esteem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about actually starting to like yourself yeah. again for some of the yeah. women, you know. Yeah. And actually, I'm not feeling guilty. Yeah. Women, I don't know why, but why do we all put this guilt on us like we do? We are, you know, yeah. I, I still find it sometimes if I take an hour off just to yeah. do nothing there's yeah. that oh, I should be doing something I should well, actually... I, my, one of my uh, prize questions to a woman would be okay if you go home this afternoon and I say to you go home run a bubble bath and have a bath mm. say two o'clock in the afternoon and the look of horror yeah. that comes across I couldn't do that yeah. why couldn't you do that well I've never done that yeah. it's just me you can't do that I said you have to try it one day it's really decadent and yes. indulgent. Yeah, and, it is. It feels but, lovely. But get out and say, actually, I deserve that. Yeah. You know. Um, so, yeah, I think it's about actually building self-worth and making them, let them see what we see in them. Yes. And, which is a lot of loveliness. Yeah. And uh, they, they they don't see that in the mirror. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of women, um, social isolation is a big problem. Yeah. So we do a lot of crafting and um, so they can sit around the table and share some kind of craft work. But they don't actually have to interact. Right. But actually being part of something yeah. is a sense of belonging. Yeah. And over a period of time the confidence grows and they sort of, they'll start to interact and come up with ideas and start yeah. creating and making. And all it's cr- creativity is a really interesting it thing, is. isn't it? Because yeah. it does allow your mind, even if you're not very good at it, to be able to just switch off and concentrate yeah, on something else. Yeah, but, and yeah. it makes you feel better. Well, they, they, they say, you know, when we, we have two drop-ins a week um, where women don't need to book in advance and they just pop in, have a drink and a chat and do some crafting. And for some of them, they say, it is just a head clearer for three hours. I yeah. come and I'm chatting about all sorts of things yeah. and, and we're doing some crafting and whatever's going on. Mm. You know, we're lucky people like Lush come in and do sessions mm. with us, oh, uh, which is fabulous and they, we, they absolutely mm. love that. So, yeah, people who come in and do... Well, I think, I think we're just very, very fortunate. We're just taking on two more new counsellors, fully qualified, fully experienced, just want to give something back to women. Mm. We're very good at that, yeah. women, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we are. You know, women, yeah, women together. There's yeah, there's something better. special about it. We there's can it. achieve a lot yeah. together. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah you do. It's um, very empowering, and I think there's a satisfaction to give back. And sometimes our women are engulfed in so much pain and anxiety and things. But at Christmas, we have what we call the angel tree. And what we do with the angel tree is that lots and lots of angels go on it and we they, they choose somewhere where the gifts can go. So this year we sent them to Refugee Action York oh. and they were, the, the refugee, Ray told us uh, who they wanted them for. So a, a boy of six mm. or uh, a girl of ten or a mum or whatever. Mm. And we put these on the tree and the women take them away and either make something or buy something, wrap it up and put the angel on and write a message. That's lovely. And, it, uh, you know, that tree was laden. Mm. We must have had 60 gifts under the tree. Oh, this that's year, so lovely. Which is fabulous. Yeah. And they love to see that. Yeah. And they love to be Things like that are so special, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we try and... Make them aware of that, mm. you know, um, try and get them involved with maybe some of the fundraising things because I think it's in, 
sometimes they're deprived of certain sensations, that sensation of giving mm. to receive mm. and things like that. And the, lots of experiences they've never had. Yeah. They don't understand. Yeah. And I think sometimes also people get confused with us as well because I think they think we're of a certain economic, social um, standing. Mm. We're very much not. Mm. Very much not. You know, negative things can happen to any woman. Yeah, of course they can. Yeah. Know, and that's a wonderful thing about it. You know, we have barristers here. We have uh, lecturers from the university here. We've got a GP here. Mm. And we've got young women who possibly uh, have got very, you know, got a very large family and they're not working and maybe never worked. Yeah. But they were all in there together. Yeah. And it's just lovely. Yeah. It's breaking yeah. down those barriers, isn't yeah. it? Absolutely fabulous. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And and then we have things that they they do all the hard work, really. They um, form their own groups. So we, we've got um, eight women who meet once a week in each other's homes and do art. We've got uh, another group uh, which actually came from um, backgrounds of domestic abuse, but they meet out once a week and go for coffee. Mm. Yeah. And then built up those friendships, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay, we might have been the nucleus for it to form, but actually but then it's they, gone on to they've gone on to do it. Yeah. yeah, because you know they have to take that journey. Yeah, you know we can. There's only so much we can do for yeah. them. But yeah, yeah. Where do you see it in ten? Where would you like to see it in kind of ten years' time? What I'd love is for Kira and all the other women's support groups, so things like people like. Um, York Counseling Service IDAS I know they work with men as well but mm. the, the female side of that uh, the female side of changing lives all to be in one building um, so a woman is coming to a centre for women and they don't have to go and knock on another door mm. or they don't have to keep moving around mm. and I think that would bring better links of all the organisations working with women in York together yeah. and we would be more powerful that way yeah. But you find it's a building that we could possibly oh, yes. afford. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think maybe one day, you never know, but I think there should be carers all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Everyone. Do you have many links with, with similar things to, to this? We, not, yeah, we, well, we work, we, there's um, a women's forum. Uh, so um, we, on that forum, are uh, organisations that work within your, who meet together. Mm. Um, it's relatively new it's only about six months old but the idea is about the sharing and uh, and seeing um, how how we could support each other mm. um, some of the organisations are financially much better off than we are um, but it's about looking at their needs or they'll look at our needs and say actually we can help you with that mm. or we've got a space you can use that space yeah. or, or whatever um, I've never we, I always said we were never actually set up to compete with anybody no. we're here to compliment yeah. what's going on yeah. um, you know ours is a very very simple model mm. a very simple yeah but it's model. working but it works yeah and it's a why does it need to be complicated yeah. it doesn't really but yeah I mean lots of you know we've had Moulton and Selby and North Allerton Easing World uh, Typecaster mm. and those are very very local people saying could you set up a satellite one here well, yeah, we could, but we're not yeah. because we haven't got we haven't got yeah. the woman power to be able yeah. to do that. And actually, it does take a lot of planning and yes. organising. And and somebody said it's so relaxed, so calm. And I think actually, if they saw what went on in the office, yeah. they might not. <laughs> yeah, on the Monday so, morning. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, 
Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think it's just, I think what you do here, all of you, is fantastic. Yeah. I really do. And I think it takes a lot of commitment from, from you and from all the volunteers here to make yeah. it work, which is yeah. really special. Yeah. Well, thank so, you. No, thank you. And I can't wait to get our events up and running so that we can raise some money oh. for you. And just, it's amazing what you're doing. I really thank think you so just, much. I great. think, you know, there should be more things like this, but yeah. thank goodness that you're, you're here doing it. So That's really kind, Rachel. No, it's a pleasure. I'm, thank I've you. been blown away by everything that you do here. It's really, it's quite touching, really. Thank you. Thank you. So, last three questions. Um, what <coughs> song always motivates you? Because I know um, music my here. song has to be I Have a Dream. Right. Um, in fact, it's so much so that... Um, the members now know it, and at Christmas they sang it to me, you know. Oh, this is Yvonne's dream period. So it has to be that, happens. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And what's that book? Um, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Oh, I love yes. that book. Yes, and I've just got my daughters to read that. It's brilliant. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Um, very simple, very deep as well. Yeah. And I think, actually, it kind of, yeah, flying, just getting away from expectation and being different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what we like to be Yeah. yeah. I think I hope they read that in schools. I don't know if they do actually, but I wish they would. Yeah, it'd be it's, great a, for... it's a beautiful book, yeah, it really isn't it? Is. Yeah, and yeah. who inspires you? The women. Mm. It has to be the yeah. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, because you inspire me, so thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much. And if you'd like to find out more about the amazing charity, go to kira.org.uk. And you can also find them on Instagram and Twitter at Kira Women and Facebook Kira-Women's Project. And there will be more to come when we do our events. So we'll be showing more behind the scenes. So thank you so much. Fabulous. Thank you. So as I've already mentioned, we have um, Heather, who is one of the Kira ladies that has been coming to Kira for about two and a half years, who has really kindly volunteered as one of our grey-haired models. So I met her yesterday for the first time and she is such a fantastic lady. And she really touched me because she said that basically Kira had really saved her life and completely changed her life around. Um, She was really struggling at home on her own and now has got a new zest for life. And, you know, she is a force to be reckoned with. And one thing that I found particularly interesting was that she used to write poetry and write creative writing when she was younger. And she's now in the late 70s and has started writing again. And she's written, as part of Kira, have done a book, a collection of poems written and illustrated by the members of the Kira's Women Project. And the book's called Reflections. And Heather has written a a really lovely poem about what Kira means to her. So I thought it would be a nice thing to do to share it with you. I ring on your bell. I have been living in hell. Put me together again. Please put me together again. Out there in the cold, I have to be bold. Put me together again. Please put me together again. I lived in my bed and wished I was dead. Put me together again. Please put me together again. I walked into the calm. You hold out your arm. We'll put you together again. Come, we'll put you together again. You have given me hope and helped me to cope. Kira put me together again. You put me together again. Life has been hard. I was dealt the wrong card. Kira put me together again. Yes, you put me together again. All who come must agree that we all feel and see. Kira put us together again. Yes, you put us together again. Your chorus shout loud. You should feel very proud. We have put you together again. Yes, we have put you together again. 
And that's why we are supporting Kira Charity for our Silver and Sassy event. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.